Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and number one branding coach for therapists. So in today's episode, I want to talk about the three things to consider when offering coaching and therapy simultaneously in your business structure. Now, the reason I chose this podcast episode is because I've received a lot of inquiries from either mental health clinicians that are on my social media platforms, um, in my email list, and or in my coaching programs because they're interested in how I I started my coaching program specifically for therapists and how they can add on a coaching business to their business structure. So I want to share the three things to consider before offering a coaching program, just so that you can make sure that you're making the right decision. So um, area number one to consider is what's your why? Um, Why are you choosing at this time in your business to start a coaching business. Um, So some things to think about and maybe even journal about is, um, are you chasing money or are you chasing impact? Um, I do believe that from, at least I can just speak from the clinicians that I've spoke with, when I've asked them why they want to do coaching, you know, for the most part, they do have good intentions, which is they can reach a broader range of individuals and it they can cross over state lines, right? Because as being a mental health therapist, you have to be licensed in every state that you provide services in. However, on the back end of that statement, um, once we start getting into who they want to serve, it actually sounds just like the people that they want to serve in their private practice. And so Certain things that you want to be careful with is, and I'll talk about this in one of the other points too, is doing a proper assessment of those clients that you want to serve because you can't just put people in a bucket for coaching simply because they no longer, they don't live in your state and you want to serve them. That's not the ethical way about going about things. And so I'd rather you serve individuals that you actually are passionate about serving and you're passionate about serving a particular, I'm going to say niche. 
um, in that arena. So for example, let's just say I always give the moms with like postpartum an example. So let's just say you want to serve um, mothers, right? And they have severe anxiety or postpartum depression. That's mental health. You can clearly see that per a consultation. However, maybe on the coaching side, you want to provide some type of psychoeducation support group about how to increase self-care. Now, the question is, can you do that in therapy? Yes. But if you have a lot of moms, let's just say that are attracted to your social media posts, because maybe you're a mom yourself and maybe you post, like I post myself working out and a lot of people still hit me up like, Hey, do you do health and fitness? And the answer is no. I just simply posted to motivate people to get out the bed and live an abundant lifestyle by focusing on their body because if their body isn't intact, neither with their, you know, business creativity and mindset, but I don't do health coaching anymore. I just do it for myself. Right. So the question is, are you chasing money or are you chasing making a bigger impact? Okay. Um, tip number two or area number two is, are you practicing due diligence? So, um, People honestly will see your title before they see your title as coaching. Even though I always like introduce even myself on these podcasts as a clinical psychologist and number one branding coach, anytime I even do a podcast and I do an interview on a podcast, people don't really ask me about my coaching unless it's about entrepreneurship. They specifically lead people to my funnel of being a mental health provider because that's what I'm known for. That is my title. And even in the mental health community for therapists, even if I'm known as a branding therapist, you know that I'm a licensed psychologist and be honest, that probably makes me more credible with what I do because I've been successful in my business as a therapist and you trust what I have to say because I, even through this podcast, am very transparent with the areas of my business that I've had setbacks and also how I've learned from those mistakes. And then also I've gotten coaching and I've gotten help with my business structure and now I turn all that information and all those setbacks that I had into to teaching other clinicians not to do the same thing. And so you want to do your due diligence by understanding that people will see that title first and you want to do your due diligence with doing a proper assessment to make sure that they fit into coaching and not therapy. Okay. Um, one way of doing this is to provide education. Okay. And one way of doing it on your website is just simply maybe even giving a a page dedicated to it or a downloadable PDF download of what is the difference between therapy and coaching and how to differentiate the two. And you should also be doing this on a phone call because if you do a consultation and someone calls you and they say, you know, I want coaching. Do you do coaching? I heard you saying something on Instagram etc. Then you still should be as they're talking, assessing for mental health illness, um, functional impairments, because those are things that should be covered in mental health. And the way that we differentiated it, just so you know, if you have not researched the difference between life coaching and uh, therapy is that therapy, we do go to the past and your job as a therapist is honestly just to get them to be able to function at 70% or higher. Okay functionality. They have no longer have had uh, a lot of functional impairments in academia, uh, career, work, and or interpersonal relationships. Coaching is moving beyond 70% beyond the past and helping them move toward future goals. That is the biggest difference. So if you have a client, like I have clients that 
come in they and they want to focus on anxiety, but they also want to focus on um, getting particular career paths and all those things. That's coaching. So I actually will give the client the choice and say, now I definitely can foresee me being an awesome therapist for you, but it also sounds like you need coaching and I cannot do both. I cannot do therapy ethically. That I mean, it's not written, but it's just best practices because I don't want, I tell my clients this, I don't want any of my clients to be the poster child for when the board of psychology or board of behavioral sciences cracks down on all these therapists that are wanting to do therapy and coaching and they look exactly the same if I went to your website, right? And so this is why I purposely do business coaching because it's totally separate, okay? So you have to be able to find the language to differentiate it for your potential clients because you should not be doing both and you should not be tagging on one after the other. Also, again, you should not cross over from being one, a therapist, into being a coach. You just simply have to refer them out. Um, Area number three is do not be misleading. So be very clear on who is your target audience. Um, Ask yourself, is your target audience for your coaching the same as your therapy clients? Because I believe that that will be very confusing on your Instagram or Facebook or or LinkedIn post because you could be talking to the same person and then they're going to mess around and click the wrong button and they're going to end up in the wrong level of services. And what if you start coaching with them because you don't do a proper assessment and then you recognize like, oh shoot, they actually need to be in therapy. Now you have to refer them out and they don't want to start over with someone else, but too bad because you started with coaching, right? Um, also who will choose, um, or how will you choose which direction to take? So you may want to have some type of system documented, like a decision tree of how you're going to help the client decide or how you're going to clinically decide if the client should go into therapy or should they go into coaching? Now, clearly a given would be they met, they meet the mental health criteria for therapy, but what if the coaching aspect that you want to provide them is actually in your area of expertise, like career coaching at that point, I would actually just offer the client and let them know, Hey, I'm actually really good in this area, this area, but I know an awesome therapist that can actually work with you on your, you know, mental health area. Um, but I know that I'm the number one person in this area that works on career coaching, which is why I would actually suggest that you work on my counterpart in therapy. And I can simultaneously, if you would like to do it at the same time, I can work with you on coaching, but I cannot start with you in therapy because some clients will ask like, well, can you start, you know, with me in this arena? And then we just top it off with coaching? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, so maybe also, um, something to keep in mind is like I mentioned, I do business coaching. So when we talk about being, um, not misleading, offer another niche way separate from the people that you do therapy with. So if you work with children and adolescents, maybe you're doing coaching for couples, premarital coaching, right? Maybe you're doing parenting coaching, just make it very different so that if somebody went to your website, they can clearly see that those are two different sets of services. Okay. Um, so let me just recap three things to consider when offering coaching and therapy. And again, this is just an overview just to get you thinking is, um, you have to th- think about what is your why and hopefully you're chasing impacts and you're passionate about your niche and you're not just chasing, Oh, I just want extra money and I know I can charge more for coaching or whatever your um, reference is. Um, number two is do your due diligence. People will often see your title before they see your title in coaching. So you have to be able to differentiate the two um, on your own and the verbiage to the actual client. And then number three is don't be misleading. You have to know who your target audience is and just frame of reference, the best way to start your coaching business is to try to see if you can offer something 
totally separate from who you serve in your therapy practice. So I really hope that you enjoyed the information that I shared in the podcast today. Um, As usual, I would love to engage with you. And so please um, subscribe to the podcast channel. Leave me your takeaway. If you want to go that extra mile, snapshot this podcast episode on social media and um, let me know your biggest takeaway and I can engage with you as well and repost you as well to give you some exposure. If you want to learn more about my private practice academy for mental health therapists called the Dope Therapist Academy, definitely check out the resources in the show notes. We have a few things there for you. We have a private practice quiz. Um, We also have the wait list, but I would prefer you to take the quiz because it will tell you what program is a best fit for you at this time um, based off of what level you're in in your business. And then also check me out on Instagram, head over to Dr. TK Psych, and I would love to engage with you. And so until the next episode, I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle. 